Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Talking to me? Ahia, ahia, ahia. Talking, Talking to me. <laughs> I was trying to think of the other Enya song. Oh, Ahia, uh, talking to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nah, it didn't work as well as I thought it did in my head. <laughs> I guess me being reminded of a song I then couldn't remember <laughs> means that it probably didn't sound anything like that song. <laughs> Quite possibly. Um, Didn't anyway. sound anything like that song. <laughs> this is just a tribute <laughs> to Game of Thrones. <laughs> uh, welcome to Arya talking to me, a Game of Thrones podcast slash sing along. Uh, probably more uh, more quality can be found in the Game of Thrones aspect. We um, disagree. <laughs> All right. I wanted to call this show Cario. There's no Game of Thrones characters who start with O. Osha. Harry oh, yes. Osha talking to me. Okay. And you <laughs> rightly right. pointed out that made no sense. Yes. Are <laughs> uh, singing to me? Uh, is also good. Um, oh, door. <laughs> welcome to Are uh, You Talking to Me, Game of Thrones podcast, where we talk about Game of Thrones. I'm Ben Vanell. You're Adam Knox. Uh-huh. And uh, today we're talking about um, one of the best episodes of the show, I reckon. Certainly the most expensive looking so far. Absolutely, yes. It it kind of felt like a bit of a turning point for the show because as we've spoken about a lot, a lot of battles have happened off screen. Yeah. And this, uh, it's all on screen. And definitely, like, this one is, I think, the point where the most build up with payoff. Yeah. yeah. People talking about, well, Stannis is coming. Stannis has a big army. Yeah. Well, you can't defend the mug gate. I don't know. Mm -hmm. King's Landing being sacked. I've got to prepare for war. Totally. And then they absolutely deliver on that. Nobody farts and then fade to black. (laughs) Yes. This is like a proper Lord of the Rings bullshit battle scene. And I don't know if you'd call it a twist, but uh, in terms of a payoff, um, the wildfire stuff, Mm. which had been hinted at and directly referenced and explored a little bit is one of the most impressive things I've seen in a TV show. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this episode is called Blackwater. It is one of my favourites. Let's let's get stuck into it. Blackwater, also my favourite uh, private military organisation. Ah, yes. Yeah, South I think African. they've been renamed <laughs> right. Blackwater. I read somewhere that they were renamed to, like, something more happy-sounding than, <laughs> than, like, the evil sound of yeah, Blackwater. I'm yeah. going to look that up as we go. Operation Fun Times, <laughs> I think. Um, so this episode starts uh, in Stannis's fleet out in the bay, and young Mathos is talking to his dad, Davos. Mathos, still a uh, religious zealot. Yes. Still very much, uh, like, has the glazed-over eyes of a brainwashed mm. man. Mm. Yes. Early here. And yeah. later over, <laughs> the glazed-over face of a burnt <laughs> and washed man. Yeah. Um, Academy. Davos- is the name of Blackwater. Oh, really? Academy with an I at the end. Fuck. Which sounds like a free uni alternative app. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Also suspiciously close to Illuminati. Ends with the I. Oh, so, fucking shit. <laughs> mate, <laughs> let's not get too deep. Otherwise, we might get uh, quietly knocked off. But um, yeah, Davos, not as uh, convinced um, as Mathos that the Lord of Light has their back. Yeah. Um, I think maybe this might be the point where Davos sort of like prays to the gods like the gods plural. Yeah, he says like, well, gods be good, we'll win. Yep. And uh, Mathos is like, uh, God, I think you mean one god, dad. <laughs> yes. Little idiot. Yes. Um, but uh, yeah, that's how we, we kick off. It's a little bit, uh, I don't know, you get a little bit of, um, what do you call it, skepticism from Davos yep. early. Which um, uh, Well, and also just like the, the thing that's kept him alive this whole time that him and um, Stannis were talking about on the deck mm. last episode, the one before that, whatever yeah. it was. 
of like he is a kind of a cynical man, mm-hmm. but like a realistic one. Yeah, yes. And he keeps that up for the early moments of this, at least. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so that's just a nice little establishing scene. Tyrion, and I like both. I can, Davos continues to be great. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, for now, uh, Tyrion and Shay have a little uh, nice little little. You know, there's a lot of sort of wartime farewells early yeah. on. Uh, which is cool. I still don't really like Shay as a character, but Tyrion does. Yeah, and uh, like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I kind of, I don't even remember this happening. Honestly, it's it's basically just like he, he's worried, and she's like, "Remember when you first bought hired me and yeah. said fuck me like it's the you know last day oh, on earth?" That's right. So it's just a little, you know. And he's, <laughs> yeah, I remember her saying that, being like. Maybe don't <laughs> suggest as though this is his last night on earth. Yeah, yeah. That's because all the uh, all the um, it, well, there's a little bit in between where Cersei gets a little bit of that poison. Yeah, but from a little Pycelle. bit of nightshade, I think they call. It. Yeah. yeah, yes. Uh, which is a very short little bit. Yep, just a little uh, ominous sort of. Yeah, but then yeah, all of the soldiers are kind of partying mm. pre pre battle. Yep, which I guess like I don't think I would have liked to have gone into battle drunk. Mm. In many evil days, but maybe I would have. I'm not sure. I th- it seems. <sighs> I, I have I a feeling. It's hard to sort of get the real, the reality of the situation because it's all mm. being played up kind of lightheartedly at this point. But I'm sure at the time, if you're an infantryman, you're like, well, I'm definitely going to die. Yeah, so especially I'm, in like a big sort of siege situation. The way those yeah. go tends to be, my impression is. Everyone who was fighting at the start dies, and then you wait for fifty years. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So, uh, yeah, I, they kind of are drinking and partying like it's their last night on earth. Yes, Bron especially singing the Lannister songs. Yes, yes. Um, which, like, not a fun theme song. No, the what? Reigns of Castamere. Yeah. is. yeah. It's a, it's a dirge. It's pretty dark. What's the worst AFL team song? Are there um, any that go like that? Like. Carlton. Carlton is the one, actually. It's oh, like. But even that little first bit was. Yeah. Dun, 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 yeah. Dun, it's still like a slow but pretty horse. Yeah. The GWS one is like. Um, fuck. It's like a Russian traditional song. Wouldn't it's that like, have been written in like 2009 or something, though? It was, yeah. It was written It was written by the Cat Empire. Oh, really? Yes. Really? <laughs> ah. um, how does it go? It's The amount that GWS bloody complained about when they lose, it should be called the Wine Song, Ooh. also by the Cat Empire. Don't know how often they lose. <laughs> Don't know an enormous amount about the Great and we- Greater Western Sydney Giants. Mm. Uh, so that one's no good. But yeah, the rest are like... Oh, we're from Melbourne town. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yellow and black. Yeah, like, it's exactly. all a lot of fun. But, yeah. uh, th- like, yeah. Uh, this this one, not fun. But to be fair, I don't think any of the other house. I think we've heard the Stark song. Oh, maybe. At some point. Yeah. I, I don't remember it, though, necessarily. I, I'm pretty sure there are only, like, three songs. Mm. One of them is, like, written during the time period of the show, and it's, like, about Tyrion or something, or it's, right. like, about the. I forget what it is. There was that one the Bard had to sing. Yeah, Joffrey. Yeah, that's right. That's a fun one. But it's not a theme song. They all seem to have themes. And anyway, this is the Lannister theme song that they're all singing while they're drinking. Yeah, Bronn holding court. Yes, written. Yes, with uh, and talking to a completely naked woman. Yeah, written as though you were surprised that there was a naked woman in this show. I know. I know. (laughs) They just had to again, like, fill fill the scene with something gratuitous. But it also does. Like I, th- I think it is gr- gratuitous, but it also reflects Bronze character. He's really being like a real lad. Yeah, he's real ladding it up. He's definitely and, one of the lads, and he's loving it, and they're loving him. But he would kill and eat any of them if he had to. <laughs> yes, you yes. still kind of get that vibe off of him that he's like sneaking in there just for his own ends. Yes, like he kind of fits in. They're like, "How do you know the Lannisters?" He's like, "Drunk Lannisters." Yes, and he's he's clearly picked it up to become a chameleon. Yes, totally. He's still like a little a level. He's a level above them. He's yeah. smarter than them, and he's a level removed in that, yeah, he's not committed. And fully. everyone kind of knows it. Everyone treats him like you are the dude who can fight him. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Like whenever he's around. Yeah, yeah. That's why he's allowed to hold court, him, basically. He is treated like that by people other than the hound mm. who comes in, scowling yes. at him. And they've. I don't remember why they have beef. Uh, it was like, it was pretty recent, I think. It was quite recent. They basically squared off and were like, the hound was like, "I could cut you in half," and Bron was like, "I could, I could. You'd have to catch me first. Is it when Bron wouldn't go to help Sansa or something? Uh, 
No. Nah, it's happened. It has happened. They've had a little beef. Right. Yeah. I don't remember what that was about. I guess just two tough dudes. Yeah. And the Hound probably looks at him and goes, like, you're not loyal to the king. Sure, Which sure. Which the Hound is still, for whatever reason at this point, has maintained his loyalty to the king. Yes. And I'm sure will for the entirety of the rest <laughs> of this episode. But it's, they're really, I think they have the two, al- they're two alphas, yeah. you know, and they're squaring off. And they do square off, and they're going to fight. But then, da-da-da-da, the fucking wars started. Yeah. So they all got to run off and do a war. Is it the bells, the war bells? Yes. And yeah. then Varys, because uh, Tyrion and po- is, is getting ready with Podrick, his yep. squire. Yeah. Varys is like, there's never any good that comes from bells. Yes. It's always uh, siege or a, a war. King, or- a king has died or a battle has started, and Tyrion, I think, is like, or a wedding, and Varys is like, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen Ooh. the mother-in-law? Uh, my ex-wife, <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> she was a real uh, ball breaker. She broke my balls off. Uh, yeah, but uh, Varys also is like, look, hey, just so you know, there's this map here. We can trust Podrick, right? Yeah, yeah, he's just some weird dumb guy we don't know yet. Mm. Um, there's escape tunnels all throughout King's Landing. It's They were created so that the noblemen can get out. Yeah. Uh, Pretty ter- weird time to decide to show him as well. Like, memorize this map mm, seconds mm. before you're about to go into battle. You can literally hear the alarms. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. But Tyrion's like, no, 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 no. I'm going down with this ship. Yeah, and then they're like, a lot of captains say that about their ship when it's perfectly happy and floating well. Yes. Is the exact dialogue, yeah. I believe. <laughs> I believe you're right. That's from the books, that one, <laughs> <laughs> verbatim. Um, so, yeah, that's a nice little scene of Varys offering to help. He's been a helpful boy. He, he, Varys is weird because yeah. every time he sort of seems to help someone, it seems genuine. Yes. Like he de- genuinely seemed to be like, ah, oh, Ned, this sucks you down here in the crypt. Yeah, or that's the, right. Uh, dungeons. Yeah, yeah. But nothing I can do. Yeah. Like, he seems ineffective but outwardly helpful, so maybe he's scheming in some way. Yeah, sure. It's a lot of retrospective, like, hey, if you'd known about this or if you'd acted how I think you should have acted, mm. you'd be okay. But, boy, you didn't. Sorry, Ned. Um, so, yeah, Davos and the uh, the men in the fleet hear the bells are ringing, and they're like, oh, okay. I think Mathos says something dumb, like, are they going to give up? <laughs> yeah. Are those the surrender bells? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, you fucking idiot, Mathos. <laughs> you naive little bitch. <laughs> Davos is like, I don't know. They're not going to welcome us in. And then I really like this bit where Davos just says drums quietly and then Mathos yells, drums! <laughs> yes. Like, why didn't you just yell at Davos? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He doesn't like to raise his voice around his son. Well, good for him. And then they fucking start banging those drums and it's quite good. It's some great Man Max shit. Yes. Yeah, exactly. That's it a is, really good. Description, yeah, and, and like drums would have been such an effective war weapon mm. in a weird way. Like yeah. it, they're they're spooky. Yes, drums yeah. are always spooky in any song. <laughs> I'm afraid of every song that has drums. I only like acoustic. <laughs> oh yes, guitar. That's Jack it. Johnson and and so on. I love Jack Johnson when he hits the guitar though to get up a oh, rhythm. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> So scary. You immediately surrender. Have you ever heard those whistles that are the, I think the Aztecs used to have, and they're like little hollowed out bones. Oh, no. And they carve like a skull into it, and you blow in them, and it does this really high-pitched screaming, oh, like shit. banshee scream. Right. Like a velociraptor. Kind of, maybe. <laughs> well, I, you, I, you don't remember The Lost World, where Sam Neill plays a velociraptor? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he plays a little trumpet? In, no, that's in Jurassic Park 3. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Because The Lost yeah. World was on TV the other night. Yeah, that's Still a right. fucking awesome movie. Agreed. Agreed. Happy to do a Lost World podcast. Absolutely. There's enough in that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so this is uh, was a really cool sort of atmospheric moment. I liked it a lot. Mm. Um uh, so Bronn and Tyrion have a very nice little like mates, you know, back and forth. Are we friends? Yeah, we're friends. Yeah. Just because I pay you, it doesn't mean we're not friends. Tyrion definitely like both of the people who seem to actually care about him the most. I suppose Faris doesn't care about him, but like mm. the people who are have been his buddies. Yep. Well, Bronn and uh, Shay. Yes. Shay more than a buddy, <laughs> something of a fuck buddy. Well, I wouldn't have said that. <laughs> I would say it every time I ever have any sort of relationship with anyone. <laughs> I've never understood what it means, <laughs> but I think it's like, wow, my fucking buddy. Yes, Look I think that. you're right. Yeah, yeah. I don't like swearing, so that's just <laughs> me. Uh, but yeah, cool, nice little sort of buddy cop, you know, war, war mates thing. Initially paid both of them. Yes, that's so true. It, it, it does make sense that he's not necessarily sure. Yes. Oh, but it's more Bron who's not sure in this, but he's like, oh, we friends, are you? Mm, mm, mm. Yes. Um, 
Because yeah, you're right. Like he fits in everywhere, but he's he's he doesn't belong anywhere. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I thought it was a nice little you know fun little moment. Yeah, they're pals. Hmm. And, and he's also his Bron is being sent off somewhere. We don't quite know where. Yeah, Bron has like a task. Yep. To go do. Yep. And Tyrion has to like stand at the front lines and call the shots. Basically. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Sansa's hanging around in the throne room with them, with them as well. Yep. And Tyrion's like, hey, sorry, you have to be here. Yes. This fucking sucks for you, like everything. Yeah. And then Joffrey swans in like Ugh. a fucking douche. With his little entourage. <laughs> oh, still doing that thing where he like holds his hand on his mm. hip to show his sword as mm-hmm. though he's going to ever use it, the little prick. <laughs> yes. But he walks down and he's get, oh, he comes down, he's like, uh, Sansa, whatever he says. And yeah. he's like, I've named my sword... Heart eater. Heart eater. (laughs) This is heart eater. You need to kiss it before I go into battle, and then I'm going to kill Rob with it one day. This bit was great with Sansa, like, throwing shade at him. Yeah, like, surely you'll be uh, fighting in the vanguard where the fighting is the thickest. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, wow. I wouldn't want to have to. Well, uh, maybe. I hadn't decided yet. And she's like, well, you know, that's where Rob would fight, and he's a traitorous dickhead, so surely you'll definitely be there. Yeah. He's yeah. like, well, I'm going to make you kiss my sword again when it's got your brother's blood on it. Yes. And then I think she still says something after that to get him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't remember what it is. Yeah. Probably like, oh, yeah, well, the jerk store called, <laughs> and uh, I am overdue on my payments, and what I bought was a jerk detector, and it showed up that you are a jerk. Oh, very good. <laughs> I changed it up. That's how Seinfeld should have gone. <laughs> but yeah, they uh, everyone's kind of getting to the point where if one of the characters were to die in this battle, you could consider their arc with each other closed. Yeah, sure. Yeah. It's like kind of what it felt like a bit yep. in a good way. Yes, agreed. Yeah, but yeah. It sort of sets it up that like, oh, fuck, anything could happen. Yes, absolutely. Um, so what's next? Oh, yeah. So basically the, all the lads go straight up onto the wall. Yeah. And uh, they're looking over stuff. Tyrion's sort of ordering Joffrey around, I believe, at this point. He's like, oh, he's like, um, Lancel, can you tell Joffrey that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then there's some disagreement where Joffrey's like, we should go out there and get them or something. Yeah. Joffrey says, like, shoot the arrows right away. They're yes. there. We need to kill them. And, and uh, Tyrion's like, listen, you fucking douche, <laughs> yeah. you idiot. Yeah. Don't do that. I yeah. like the way Tyrion is with Joffrey. Yes, absolutely. Um, but yeah, they and Joffrey immediately, like switching between childish anxiousness of like, which you know makes sense to be afraid of a war, but he he has like that dumbass swagger about him that yeah. you still go like, yeah, you little prick, you're lying. Yes, and then like vicious smiles when shit goes their way. Yeah, yes, yeah. Um, but yeah, he's basically like, where are all the ships? Go and attack them. And, yeah. And when why aren't you? Sh- yeah, why aren't you shooting arrows at the at the ships? And Tyrion's like, shut up and wait. Yeah. And, and he's all- like, where are our ships? Yeah, yeah. They, they we've got ships. Why are they all the? They've got all of their ones here. Their fleet is the whole thing. Yeah. You've messed it up, Tyrion. Yeah. You've yeah. definitely made a mistake here. <laughs> Tyrion's like, uh, uh, hold on. I've been home alone. <laughs> For a few weeks here, and I've set up a fun little couple of traps. Yes. See those door handles down there on the mud gate? Not cold. Let's just say that much. <laughs> the hounds don't go near them. You'll, uh, you'll freak out. But uh, yeah, we cut over to, to Stannis' fleet, and Davos is like, what, what did, where, where are their ships? This is a little bit strange. Mm. Nothing, that no one's like w- reacting yet, other than that. They're just going, like, what? Where? What's going on? I think they're also sort of. I got the impression that there's not a huge amount you can fucking do. Sure, When yeah. you're on a ship going in a direction, you can't quickly change your course. Yeah. So at yeah. this point, they're just like, okay. Yeah. I guess we like if they've snookered us here, we're snookered. Sure. But and I think Mathos, again, is just like, oh, they must have run away. Yeah. <laughs> Lucky they've got no ships at all. <laughs> yes. The, the king's rich city. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then we start this sort of little side side story. And this is kind of the rest of this episode is between the room where Sansa is going to be here mm-hmm. and then down at the battlements yes. where we've been. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, Sansa is, is sort of led into this little little hidey hole with the Queen. Cersei is there. Is Tommen there as well at this point? I think uh, he might He might be. be with her and then shuffled off into a corner. He yeah. doesn't play into this too much. Yes, because she's just sitting there drinking wine by herself. And she's kind of half cut already. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. She is noticeably more into the wine than Cersei normally is. Yes. Which is a lot normally. Yeah, yeah, true. And it's sort of like, it just reinforces like, oh yeah, they're really worried they're probably going to die. So yeah. that's what you would do. Um, 
Yeah, the I think Ma- Mandy Moore <laughs> is there, mm. and Elon Payne, the executioner, is there. And uh, someone comes in and is like, I can't remember if it's Lancel or not, but someone's like, hey, look, we want to caught a bunch of deserters. Yeah, Lancel's kind of running back and forth and giving information between the yes. two yeah. groups. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, they're like, someone's like, hey, we, we caught some deserters. And Cersei's like, cut their heads off and stick them up on the stables. Yeah. Uh, the only way to re- like retain control is to make your... You're like uh, commoners more afraid of you than they are of the enemy. It's like, I think that's what the Soviet army used to do. Right. Is right. like anyone who, re- like, either get shot up there or we will shoot you if you turn around. Yep. Yeah. And it's a pretty common uh, tactic, I think. Yeah. Oh, dude, if anyone betrays me, <laughs> I am ruthless in my judgment. <laughs> yes. Famously. Um, so, yeah, it sort of sets the scene that uh, all the women, or at least the noble women, are holed away here. Cersei's getting drunk yeah. and also getting people's heads cut off. Another good Game of thrones painting a bigger picture with a few words to the yep. right people. Yes. Doesn't seem out of place, doesn't seem exposition-y, mm-hmm. because the characters who are involved in the scene, like uh, Sansa is like, oh, no, that's awful. Mm. But the whole point of it is to paint as though there's this city which they can't afford to show you. <laughs> yes, true, yes. And it works. Yep, agreed. I didn't even think of that, but that's true. That's very true. Um, so, yeah, we cut back to the battle. The fleet's approaching. And finally, one little ship makes a little break for it from uh, from the Lannister side. Uh-oh, all the people who are on that ship <sighs> must be pretty brave. Yeah, yeah, they're making one last stand. Um, one, one first stand. <laughs> yes. We don't know how this battle's going to go, but let's assume we need to kill ourselves. <laughs> yes. Um, but wait a minute. Davos has a closer look. There's no one on the ship. <laughs> you heard me, right? It's empty. Wait, is this, what, or is it? Elonzo Muscus? Yes. From the house Muscus? Mm-hmm. One of those self-driving ships? Yes. I, I guess it is. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there's, there's, it's, it's a bit weird. Mm. And then all, like, I think one of them notices, I think it's Davos again, he's just like, wait a minute, there's a trail of something. Yeah, there's like a good <laughs> shot of like it pouring out and then mm. it, Focus pulls into Davos looking over the edge of the boat going like, oh, like (laughs) kind of big like, oh, no face. Yeah, yeah. Big trailer, bloody wildfire. Yes. Uh, And uh, Tyrion's up on the wall. Joffrey's still there. Joffrey's like, what's what's going on? Tyrion's like, all right. The plan is working. Here we go. It's let's. It's time. Bron, swing that paint can. <laughs> yes. Uh, so Tyrion, I think, yeah, he drops a torch down into a big uh, bonfire brazier thing. Bron kind of looks over. He's out on a little island hillock in the middle of nowhere. It seems yeah. like with like a at giant the edge bow. Of the bay. It looked like yeah, the peninsula kind yeah. of bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's got a big bow and arrow, and he's like, "All right, uh, I hope this fucking works." Viking funeral style mm. shoots a. Big old flaming arrow out to the wildfire. Yep. An amazing <clears throat> shot. Yes. Oh, yes, true. Absolute. Like, if that shot had gone wrong, I'm sure he could have lit a second arrow. <laughs> sure, yeah. But boy, he needed that to go right. Yes. Yeah. I guess, you know, it reinforces he's a fucking badass. Like, yeah. he hit the shot. So does it, I forget, does it hit the boat or does it hit the trail? It hits the trail and then um, Davos is like watching it yeah. burn down the wick towards yep. the boat. And it, the boat, had, like the Lannister ship, has kind of gotten its way into the middle of yes. where their fleet is. Yeah, and he looks over, and his son is standing at the other at the bow because uh, you bow forwards, right? And I think the stern is the rear of the ship. Okay, and then port left, starboard home. So Howard Stern loves the rears. That's Howard how you remember Stern it. Howard Stern loves rears. Yes, uh, Bowfinger. <laughs> Was uh, a uh, very forward-thinking movie. Sure, sure. Uh, port should be left in the drinks cabinet where yes, it is. Yeah, and starboard is the only one that we haven't is got the one other for. One. <laughs> yeah, is, is the top has no <laughs> mnemonic device. Mnemonic device. Um, yeah, so he's like, ah, oh, shit, and it burns down and it fucking explodes. In I'm going to say the best explosion on film that I can think of. The green really helps. Yeah. The green fire looks fucking awesome. It's a huge ass explosion. It's massive. It sort of has these like stages as well where Mm. you're like, oh, it's just a boat exploding. Oh, it's a hundred boats exploding. And it's knocking over the mast and it it Mm. is expensive looking, but it doesn't look CGI or like... Agreed. uh, Tacky. It looks... Mm. It's not a Transformer exploding. No. It's not Michael Bay. It's... Apparently CGI things at night are way easier to do too. Right. Right. I guess the reflections reinforce the reality maybe. And like even Jurassic, like the first Jurassic Mm. Park. Mm. Man, marketing's so effective because I I wouldn't probably have talked about Jurassic Park this much, but because there's a (laughs) new one coming out, it's at the front of everybody's brains. Yep. 
Yeah. Anyway. Or the bow of everyone's brains. Uh, <laughs> I bow to your remembering <laughs> of that. But the the dinosaur T-Rex scene has yeah. the most CGI in that movie. And they were like, we need to make it at night mm. because mm. it, it kind of hides the detail yes. a little bit. So you, yeah. you can get away with it. I but it, it they, looks great. Yeah, they mix... Oh, the wildfire. Also yeah. the T-Rex. And the T-Rex. <laughs> the T-Rex, I think they mix live... Uh, not live action, animatic. No, animatronic yeah. and CG at night as well. Yeah, that's that's really good. A couple of animatronic ships. Yes. Ships here. Yes. But uh, yeah, it looks fantastic. And it's that thing of like an explosion blowing bodies away and everyone's flying off. And Including Mathos. And Mathos is gone. Davos flies off into the distance. <laughs> yeah. it's. I think it's really well done because yeah. it... It obliterates Mathos, just disintegrates into flames. Yeah. Davos is like jumping off the edge and he sort of like gets blown under the water and, you know, kind of goes away a little bit. And then yeah. the fire just gets everything else. And it has like very like Cross of Lord of the Rings and Saving Private Ryan, these couple of. Yeah. The two movies featuring violence that I've seen. <laughs> yes. But uh, it's like that the the people kind of burning and lingering on them mm-hmm. as though you're sort of it's kind of point of view from someone who's there yeah yeah and the, and the fire like yeah picks up and takes the different stages and then some of it's green some of it's just regular mm. fire mm. and it spends a while lingering on people rolling about going up oh, fuck and like back on the wall Tyrion is like oh my god that's fucked yeah. like it's good that it worked like it's a little mixture of like it's like if you dropped the nuke you know you're like Boy, I'm glad we finished World War Two, but that is the fuckedest thing that's ever happened. Yeah, this is like clearly the biggest explosion since Dragon Times. Yeah, I yes, guess. yeah. This is a massive deal. Yes, and uh, it looks great. Yep, doesn't stop him completely. No, because Stannis is like, yeah, Stannis is fine. He goes, ah, you, and he says something like, well, they've done their little trick. Yes, like, Stannis. Yeah, <laughs> pretty big trick. Yeah, yeah. But uh, and then he gives like a rousing speech. Yep. No, he doesn't. He just said... I, I remember that he, like, walks down and it looks as though he's going to give a rousing speech. He's like... Oh, that's right, yeah. Let's go kill him or something. Yeah. He says something cool, but it's short. I think he you might be... I think he does say, like, let's go kill him. Yeah. All right, boys. Let's get him. <laughs> yeah. Well, here we go. <laughs> yeah. Which, but it's effective. Man, a few words, but the yep. words count. Yep. Uh, and... He's... Yeah, yeah he, he leads the charge. He's like, let's go. Let's, let's land. And they're like, mate, if we land... We're not close enough, so we're going to be landing over here and we've got to run across the beach. Yeah. And hundreds will die, and Stannis is like, thousands will die. Fuck yes. <laughs> Make it a million. <laughs> you think hundreds are cool? Uh, yeah, so, yeah, they just go. They just go for it. And they're on their little rowboats. Mm-hmm. So then Tyrion does go like, all right, start shooting at them now. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess we just kind of go through the. Let's just go through the battle here. Yeah, sure. Because the two halves, are, I do like all the stuff with Cersei and Sansa that happens during this too. Yep. But that'll kind of be easy to talk about just after this. Yeah, it kind of flips back and forth. Yeah, great. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it is like scene for scene. So they like, yeah, they start storming the beach. People, I think the Hound is like leading the yes yeah, initial so, charge. Yeah. So when Tyrion Tyrion says shoot the arrows and Hound. You lead a party onto the beach out the out the gate yeah. and get any you know of the stragglers, anyone who makes it through the arrow fire. Yeah, and the hounds like cool. All right, let's go. And as they're shooting those initial arrows, there's a couple of times where the hounds like, oh god, they're on fire. Yeah, yeah. Well, he passes by one of the archers and he's like, if you get any of those flaming arrows near me, I'll fucking rip your guts out. Yeah, <laughs> he's, yeah, yeah. And so they run out onto the beach. He says. If any of you any die of- with a clean sword, yeah. I'll rape your fucking corpse. Yeah, <laughs> which is which, a great uh, battle cry. Uh, worse for him than the corpse. Absolutely, <laughs> I would be like, oh, mate, y- you can't rape it <laughs> because I will allow you to do that. Yes, yeah. I don't give a shit about. I'm an organ donor. <laughs> <laughs> you can have my butthole. Donate the biggest organ <laughs> I have. Um, yeah, you'd stop. You'd be like, wait a minute. So, but I'll be dead. So it's, uh, and then you'd get cut in half. Yeah, you shouldn't yell something confusing <laughs> yes. if you're running to battle. It should be yeah. clear and just like, let's go kill him. <laughs> yes. Stannis had it right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then there's a very brutal kind of and really good battle mm. scene here. Yes, the first I think proper battle scene that we've gotten. Yeah. Proper actual war, two warring kings armies. Yep. Yeah, you're right. Yep. And it and it, and it's good. It's great. The hound's awesome. He slices he cuts a guy in half. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah, he cuts a couple guys in half, I yep. think. Like one vertical, one horizontal. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I bet there was an argument while they were filming it like, <laughs> no, you should cut him vertically. You should cut him horizontally. And like a little Mexican girl. <laughs> 
went, hey, dumbasses. <laughs> For um, anyone who hasn't seen the Porcano Los Dos ad. Yes, which is an Australian ad. <laughs> I, uh, it doesn't feature a Mexican girl. <laughs> no. I made it up. <laughs> um, so, uh, basically, they start losing that fight on the beach. More and more yeah. of Stannis' troops are making it. They've got ladders and rocks and arrows. They've and got the... They overturn a boat to mm. use as cover. Yep. They are using some pretty clever tricks. Absolutely. Stannis does, like... Is about to say something to one dude when a rock lands right on his head. Splits his head off. It just blows it up. <laughs> yeah. And Stannis is like talking to the rock. Because there's like a little smiley face painted on the rock. Yes. He's like, why, why are you so stony faced? <laughs> and then the guy slowly falls over. Yeah. Like, oh, whoops. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, ba- uh, ladders up. Their battering ram is. They, they, everyone retreats from the beach. Yes. Especially the hound. Yes. Because he's seen a lot of people on fire. This guy runs towards him who's on fire. Mm. And he's like, well, this <laughs> yeah. is literally my worst fear. Yes. So I'm going inside. He goes inside. He's like, get me wide. Mm. Mm. And uh, I think Tyrion is like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, yeah. You were leading like that party. Mm. You need to get back out there. Like, get back out there, You're man. You're like a general, essentially, or yeah. whatever. You, you, people need to see you there. Yep. Uh, you, you go out there and fight for your country and your king. That's right. And he goes... Fuck fighting. Yeah. Fuck my country. Fuck honor. Fuck the king. Yeah. And then walks off. Yeah. Boy. It's a hell of a way to quit a job. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say the next time I quit a job. <laughs> fuck the king. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the hound's basically out at that point. And he's like the best fighter we've seen. And also, like, has been really loyal. He clearly has mm. his problems with some of the stuff that goes on. But yeah. the fact that he will still do those things despite having issues with them suggests a massive amount of loyalty. Totally. And for a bit of fire to make him like, oh, boy. Yeah. He's clearly afraid of it, but yeah. Uh, I forgot we... Uh, Bronn also is on the beach at this point. So Bronn shows up when the Hound is is starting to freak out. Yeah. And Bronn is, like, taking care of business. So yep. he is out there and he he's fighting. He's fighting the good fight. But yeah, this at this point, the Hound basically quits. And so... In the meantime, yes, there's been Cersei and Sansa sitting up in this little uh, safety bit, yep, where they're keeping all of like the sort of noble women, yes, and uh, Cersei's been sitting on this cushion and mm-hmm. like keeping calling her over and being like, "Hey, yeah. bitch, <laughs> what's your fucking problem?" <laughs> like effectively doing that, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, you think just trying you, to freak her out. Yeah, exactly. You think you you got problems now? Well, yeah. guess what? It gets worse. Yeah. It basically only gets worse. This like even if we win, even if Stannis doesn't come up here and rape you himself. Yeah. Guess what Joffrey's doing for the rest of your life? Yes. You little shit. Yeah. Like she's got this weird kind of almost jealousy mm-hmm. towards Sansa because yep. she's. I suppose a potential political threat to her family and stuff she sees her as. Yeah. And but she also she's like younger than her. And that she is getting good at playing this game. Yep. Of pretending Thrones? to be <laughs> <laughs> pretending to be okay with the shit she has to put up with. Sure, which is exactly what Cersei did as well. Yeah. Cersei did it and And, and that's probably hated part it. of why she hates her because she sees herself in her, I yep. suppose. Yeah. Because it is the exact same progression of Well, no, because well I what I think is that Cersei sees Sansa in the same position as Cersei was, but she doesn't see Sansa as someone who is as smart as Cersei is herself, you know, yeah. is willing to take risks and, 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 you know, pull moves and be ruthless. She just yeah. sees someone who's putting up with it and I think maybe doesn't respect it. And at some point she says, like, Ilan Payne isn't here to protect us. If they get up here, he's going to fucking kill us. Yes. What do you think about that? And everyone hates you. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. She's just being so, like... Drunk yeah. teenager, totally. But uh, and Ilan Payne wearing the most comical fucking frown. Ah, <laughs> yes, like an upside down letter U. Yep. it's ridiculous. Yep, he's yep. a very funny looking man. He's like painted white, basically as well. Yeah, like just, just this, this fucking cartoon frowning skull. Yeah, but uh, which is sick. <laughs> and yeah, Shay is up there as well because she's still Sansa's handmaiden. Yep. And at some point, she's like going up to Shay, being like, "Who are you? How come you've got an accent? Yeah, you're, uh, you think you're hot?" Mm. <laughs> and being all weird about. It. And then Lance will burst back in, and he's like, "We're kind of fucking losing out there." Yeah, this yeah. Lance has got shot with an arrow, and basically, yeah. he he ran away before the hound did. He, he runs out straight away. Yeah, gets shot. Gets immediately. shot, and he's like, oh, "I guess uh, I'm gonna run away now." Hamana, Hamana. Yeah, and he fucks up, and then yeah, tells Cersei. 
this shit's getting fucked. And Cersei being like, get Joffrey out. Yeah. Fuck that shit. Get and him it, out. Even Lancel at, at that point is like, they need him out there. Like, he's the king. They, they need him for morale. Like, you know, I understand he's not doing anything, but yeah. he has to be out there. And she's like, no, fucking get him here. Yeah. And so that message gets sent, sent down there with um, Mandy Moore. Yes. And <laughs> like, they go down there and like, oh, it's Cersei's requesting. You, you, and Tyrion's like, fuck that shit. You need to stay here. Yeah. And Joffrey's like, oh, is it serious? Yeah. It how, must be. How urgent did it sound? Must be urgent. Oh, I'd love to lead the the charge, but you know, I, I better go. <laughs> I better go. And he walks off through the middle of all the men too. Yeah. Like, couldn't make it more clear. People are going like, is that the king retreating? <laughs> oh, it seems as though the king is exiting the battlefield. Yeah. Um, yeah. We should stay. <laughs> like everyone seems low morale. Yeah. And then Tyrion. He bloody does a bit of a a bit of a uh, one more inch speech. Yes, yeah, he does a never. They'll never take our freedom speech. Yeah, and people are into it. They like it. They're like, hold on a second, that little man's got something. And he's like, you call me half a man. Well, that does that make you a quarter man or something? He says like, I hope they don't cut me in half, and then I'll be a quarter man. Some, yeah, he makes some, a joke about it. But, yeah, and like if, if I'm a half a man and I go out there, mm. then what the fuck are you? Yeah. Yeah. And he puts on his armor, and he's like very reluctantly going, "All right, yeah, I'm going out on battlefield. Going out, probably going to die. This is uh, it." Bron is being pretty supportive of him. Yeah, he's like, a good was friend. Early, he's like, "You, I saw you kill a man with a shield. Imagine That's what you fine. can do with an axe." Yeah, yeah. So Tyrion is, whether he wants to or not, joining the joining the fray. Yes, uh, and he does that for about twenty seconds <laughs> until yet again. Well, until this time. It's Mandy Moore, right? Yes. Swipes him in the fucking face with an yeah. axe, yeah, or a sword or something. So yeah, like he's Tyrion's had a bit of a fight, and he's like, "Oh, hey, I'm I'm doing it," and he does okay for a little bit, right? Mm. Like he's out there and he chops someone's leg off yes. straight away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, then he he's in the thick of battle. He looks up. There's a bit of you know, a bit of a clear space, a bit of silence, and Mandy Moore's like, "Hmm, I'm gonna cut your face off." <laughs> yeah, and it's very and he it like. You you see the sword swing, and then slowly, like the wound open up on his face, and he collapses. Yeah, Podrix then stabs Mandy Moore's head off. Yeah, which oh, is awesome. Bron, Bron, no, it's Podrick. Podrick comes up with like a spear from behind or something. Yeah, right. Yeah, and then yeah, like he's kind of cradling him, and you kind of don't see any more of him after that. Yes. Um, so, uh, there was another thing that happened. Oh, yes. So back in with Cersei and Sansa and, and Shay. Yeah. Uh, Shay is like, at this point, like, you, you gotta get out of here. Get, right. get the fuck out of here. Go to your, go, go to your room. Get out of the city. Like, you know, this is fucked. Just go. And Sansa's like, uh, okay. Are you coming with me? And Shay's like, no, I've got, I've got to go see, say goodbye to someone or something. Yeah. Um, so Shay runs off. Sansa goes to her room. Uh, and yeah, Sansa like gets in. She's looking around. It's all dark. Looking She's at a doll. Grabs a doll. Yeah, and then notices, oh, who's that over there? It's the fucking hound. The hound's like, well, not, not a good place for you to be. Or something. He just says yeah. something. She's like, what? What? I'm gonna, I'm gonna. And he still drinking wine. Yep. And he's like, it's fucked out there. Fuck this. I hate this place. Yeah. Everyone's killing. Everyone just keeps killing. It's just a cycle of killing. You're in trouble here as well. I can get you to Winterfell if you want. Yep. He offers. Yep. And she probably sensibly goes like... Sensibly. Huh? <laughs> That's not how you pronounce the word sensibly. I'm sorry. You, she I've, goes, I've had a few wines. <laughs> <laughs> she said, no, no, no. No, mm. hound. You're a little bit weird with me. Yeah. I'm going to... And remember like... A few days ago when you said something about fuck me yeah, on the yeah. battlements or whatever, you're like, you dumb idiot. Yeah. You said something mean about me. Yes. I'm not going because you're weird. You're you're rude and mean. <laughs> Correctly, probably, yeah. besides that. Yep. So I guess the hound fucks off. He does. He he leaves. She's like, I'm going to stay here, but, you know, with my door barred. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's it's all kind of not going their way. Like, yeah, it's all getting pretty close to Stannis is like up on the um, the battlement, the battlements on the wall. They've kind of crossed it. They're doing well. And then, so yeah, like from when Lancel said we're losing, that was like a while back, yeah. and it's gotten worse. They continued to lose. <laughs> yeah, until you hear a big or mm. whatever, mm. and some more people ride in. 
There's Loris Tyrell yeah. swiping his sword around and yep. being a good knight <laughs> and saying good night to a couple of bloody yeah. people. Yeah. And uh, Tywin is here as well. He certainly is. So at some point the Tyrells yes. have been brought along by Tywin. Mm. He's gone and had words with somebody because mm-hmm. he rode off from... Hall being like, we're going to go get Rob. Yes, he did. We're going to march at night. We're going to take him by surprise. And I guess halfway through that, he was like, actually... Actually, it seems like my city's going to get uh, overrun, so better go yeah. save them, which I don't know how he figured it out. Yeah, I don't know why why he had that plan and then didn't do that plan. Yeah. Um, but also, what also has happened, so around the time that Shay ran off, Sansa went to her room, Cersei's gone to the throne room. Mm. She's got oh, Tommen... Right. Yeah. She's sitting there with that bottle of poison and she's telling Tom and a little story about lions and cubs and wolves and stags. Yeah. And uh, it doesn't... Uh, it, it was basically just a little excuse for her to build up to poisoning him to death yep. and herself, I guess. And um, yeah, after that big charge and the horses come, Stannis... Like a second yes. before she's yes. about to drip the poison into his mouth. Yeah. Because uh, Pycelle was like, a drop makes you sleepy. Yeah. Ten drops... Oh boy, yeah. you're super sleepy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, in, in burst time, went into the throne room mm. and they're like, we've won. End of episode. That's, See you uh, later. That's it. He comes in and says, we won the battle. Yeah. <laughs> Cut or fade to black, I think it is. Um, so at this point, don't know what's happened with Tyrion. Yep. Don't know what's happened with Stannis. No, they, his soldiers like grabbed him by the arms and were like, come on, man, it's not worth it. That's right. And he's like, no, nah, fuck that shit. <laughs> yeah. No one looks to me like that. Yeah. He's like, we were so close. Like, and they were, they were, they were close. But That's true. Yeah. Uh, Tyrion uh, is, yeah. Um, Tywin, I mean, mm-hmm. and uh, Lancel have joined forces. Loras, you mean? I do mean Loras. Yep. Uh, the Tyrells and the Lannisters now evidently working together. Yep. Um, Which is a big surprise. I don't think I even remembered that's what happened. I yeah. thought it was just Tywin from yeah, memory. And but- that's, that's happened off screen somewhere. Because mm. mm. last we saw of the Tyrells, it was fuck everyone. We're in this together with, with like Marjorie and uh, Loras. Yeah, yeah. It was right after Renly had been killed. And Littlefinger had been like, hey, Marjorie, you want to be a queen, right? And she was like, yeah, I want to be the queen. Yeah. So I think that's the last time we saw them. Right. Um, Cersei will have a hangover. Yep. Sansa's still sitting in her room. Yep. The Hound is off. Mm-hmm. Bronn's done a good job. Yep. Uh, Davos is... We we haven't seen him. But he got blown pretty far away <laughs> yeah. from an explosion. But, like, it, he wasn't as clear of a vaporization <laughs> death yes. as his son. Yep. Which in comic um, books and fantasy TV shows means they're probably if coming shit back happens at some off point. screen, yeah. Or if a death happens off screen, mm, it mm. probably isn't a death. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's kind of where we stand. Shay is still there somewhere, yep, somewhere running around, and we didn't see any uh, of the Greyjoys or the Starks this no, episode at all. Just King's Landing. Yeah. Yep. Uh, which works because you need to focus on this battle. And yeah, it looks good. It's well shot. The mm. battle is effective. Um, I think a good. I watched it on my phone, <laughs> yeah. which like maybe took some of the uh, majesty out of it. Well, you've seen it before. Yeah. And my phone is 55 inches. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> but it, 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 it's just an all round fun, mm. you know, obviously. A lot of killing, but yeah, uh, yeah. A lot of dreary sort of thoughts. Yeah. People going like, well, we're going to die and probably worse before that. But it's, it's, it's engaging, it's dynamic, it's exciting. It's um, like if you've got to poke holes in it or have some criticism, it's not as impressive as a, as a you know, Lord of the Rings Two Towers battle or whatever. But for TV, though. For TV. And it's, especially yeah. TV in 2012 when this was first aired. Yep. This was pretty like, oh, shit, yep. that could have been in a movie and gotten away with. Yes, agreed, yeah. So it, it, it's nice to see them actually deliver on one of these battles that they're having too. Sure, and a heap of character you know, evolution and, and, and movement and, and stuff as well. Totally, to contain that stuff in a fight scene is, mm. is, is really important yep. and good, and that's why all of the best fight scenes have that. Sure, they're not actually about fist fighting or... 
stuff like no, that. It's you, about dynamics changing and shit like that. You either go real hard in one direction where it's lots of fun prop jokes like Jackie Chan. <laughs> yes. Or you go real hard in the other direction where every punch is a character. Yeah. Yes. Totally. Uh, yeah. Good episode. Like, mm. obviously, some stuff happens, but it's more... Um, it's kind of like a payoff to the stuff that's been set up, but also more of a setup of like, oh shit, now the entire landscape here has changed. Stannis, yeah. Is Stannis still a threat to anybody? Right, if they blew up half his fleet or most of his fleet, you know. Yeah. Now yep. the Lannisters and the fucking Tyrells are working together, does that make them like a massive unstoppable force? Because they were the thing that made Redley so dangerous. Yes, yeah. Uh, so and it's like, well, we don't like the Lannisters, but did we like the Tyrells? I think we did, maybe, so... Yeah. What's going on here? Tywin's burst in with his cool armor in through the doors of the yeah. Um, well, like uh, we've said before, like p- possibly our favorite character in the show is now in the thick of the politics and yeah. stuff as well. The it fact seems that like. Tywin, this granddad as well, has his like bloody sword and yeah. his big thick armor, and he's been fighting as well. Yeah, that's sick. Yeah, it's awesome. I kind of wish we'd have gotten to see him swing his sword a bit. Yeah. Yeah, but. maybe he is actually too old in real life. <laughs> I don't know. No, Charles Dance is probably what thirty-two, thirty-three. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was thinking maybe closer to forty. That's you, know. you could get a Charles Dance stand-in though. Yeah, true. I reckon if you got fucking Jorah Mormont, his actor from behind, grey up his hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I true. I reckon he from from behind would look like him. I'd love to see him from behind, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's the great thing about being, some, being behind someone. You can imagine they're whoever you want. <laughs> a real fuck buddy situation. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's that episode. It's really good. Um, shall we do some spoiler discussion? Uh, yes. Yeah, I guess we I guess yeah, so. Yeah. Uh, so that's, I guess, the end of the uh, non-spoiler bit for anyone watching the show for the first time. Yes. If that is you, please send us an email. Yep. Uh, are you talking to me pod at gmail.com indeed and we'll uh talk non-spoiler about your emails there yes we know there are a few people who are watching for the first time so yeah very keen to, to hear what you think yeah let us know if this uh is still because i remember at the time watching this episode and being like fuck yeah i, I was I, like as for you know the criticisms i mentioned like at the time i was like this is the best thing i've ever seen totally. like i was totally into it uh so let us know if it still kind of has the same impact mm. however many years later six years later yeah and speculate on uh the characters' fates that we're not sure of. Yep. Because, um, hey, who knows Who knows what's happening with any of them? We do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but other than that, if you're watching for the first time, we'll see you next week. For those of you watching for the however many after first time, <laughs> yes. welcome to the spoiler-filled sealed Ziggy. That's the sealed section. In the big baby. Um, so what's there to talk about in the sealed section? Not heaps, I reckon. Mm. Podrick... Yes, there he he ends up being a, um, like that's this we find this out in the very next episode. Tyrion's still alive, yeah. Tyrion's alive, and Cersei got Mandon Moore to go and kill him. Yeah, so yeah, and you can kind like that is what I think I assumed the first time watching it. Yes, because they really show like this is the gold cloak guy, yep, or the king's guard or whatever he is. Mm -hmm. It it is clear, and especially from the conversation that they had. Recently, yeah. of like, I'm gonna fucking kill you. Yeah, Cersei going like, Joffrey, come back. You go and kill Tyrion. <laughs> That's yeah, basically exactly. exactly how it plays out. Um, Joffrey, yeah. come back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a huge amount to say because it just—it's it really all action, is, really. Yeah. yeah, it is mainly action. Mathos is gone. He—he he was never gonna last long. No. He was—he was, he was too, way too um, fanatical about that religion. He yeah. didn't have much else going on as a character. He works as a device to set up Davos's or to further Davos's distrust mm. of this religion, I suppose. Yeah, true. That's that's very true. Yes. Um but yeah, it's it there's it's mainly what's in this episode is content. Bron gets called Bron of the Blackwater. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But um He he was he was great. He was great in the battle. Um there was something else. Varys is being much more like, hey, Tyrion, I'm your mate. I'm going to help you. And that obviously pays off in five years. Yeah, he definitely actually thinks Tyrion's cool. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Um, What else happens? Uh, I guess a lot of the stuff that Cersei is saying to Sansa informs Sansa's character progression a little bit later on. But, yeah. If this was like Tywin hearing, oh, fuck, Stannis is nearly there. We better turn around. Yeah. Tywin showing up to King's Landing. 
is a real piece of shit thing to have on a Tyrion. Yes. Because he immediately strips him of Hand of the King and then the stuff with Shay yeah. ends up happening. Yeah. So, yeah. Could, that- yeah, couldn't have been worse. I mean, I guess it would have been worse had Stannis won and killed everyone. But- Maybe not for Tyrion. Yeah. T- I reckon Tyrion could have talked his way out of that and been like, look, I fucking hate Joffrey. Yeah, yeah, potentially. I, Joffrey wasn't even a Baratheon. You're a real Baratheon. Let me hang out with you. Yeah, yeah, yep. But we'll never know. I will. <laughs> okay. You I'm just... going to ask <laughs> George Martin, oh, the Beatles producer yeah, who's yeah, died. Yeah, go for I it. I think he's dead. I think he did die a couple of years ago, yeah. That's a shame. Great producer. Hey, all things must pass. Mm. George Harrison's solo all, song. All you, <laughs> all you need is love. Uh, yeah, not a heap of like future stuff. Just like uh, mm. I guess this is like the other thing I would say in regards to having seen the rest of the episode, how much this battle still does hold up as being quite good. Yes, and isn't massively su- the one that I think beats it is the the bastards. The bastards. Yeah, that's very good. Yeah, that I think is the best one. And um, yeah. It, I don't like it as much because I don't like the characters involved in it as much. I really like um, Thingo. <laughs> uh, what's his name? The bastard. Yeah, Ramsey. Oh right, Ramsey. He's a good great. villain. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But and John, that was John's peak. Sure, is yeah. That battle as yep. well. I kind of bought. Oh, I see why people think he's the king. Sure, and that's after he'd come back to life, right? And yeah. he was like, oh, "I'm gonna fucking die again." And like, like he's fighting real well. He's a good leader. A lot of good stuff happens. In it, like yeah, a lot of little mini set pieces and stuff. I remember Davos being cool in that as well. Right, right. I just remember some line in that in that episode where Davos is like, "Follow your commander." Yeah, I was like, "Oh shit, that's a cool dad." Yeah, he is a cool dad. Um, but it also has this exact same sort of Deus Ex Machina of a bunch of horses riding in and saving the day. But yeah, it does. But yeah, I I I I, I th- agree that it's better. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, good episode. Let's um maybe let's read a couple of emails because we've got a whole bunch. Um, let's see from Kane. So uh, my brother, the Undertaker. <laughs> um, he says, "Hey boys, I'm a huge fan of both the podcasts. Yada yada yada. Um, I actually did yada 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 stuff because um he filled us in on the um." The woman with the dumb mask, but he also. Oh right, yeah, she's. It was kind of what we guessed. She's from the yeah. books. Yeah, destiny, prophet, prophecy. Yeah. Probably just shouldn't have even been in the show. Absolutely, but he does ask a question, <laughs> which I thought was good. What characters in Game of Thrones do you think would make the best and worst roommates? Oh, very good question. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean Tyrion, fucking loves a yarn, loves a drink. Yeah, good to play poker with. I reckon. Do you reckon he'd be? It'd depend what era Tyrion you get, though. Okay. If you get an early Tyrion, it's like, Tyrion, fucking keep it down. Yeah. You, you bring five girls home every night. Yeah, okay. You, you're up until all hours of the morning, and it's this place is a shithole. Yeah. But then he'd pay, he'd like, he'd pay to have it cleaned, I guess. Totally. And you'd get all of his, you'd get his runoff <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, true. drink and lady friend. You know, like, you'd, yeah. you'd have a good time, I reckon. Yeah. True. Uh, you, you would have to be in the right mood. <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. I think he'd be a bit intense. Yeah. Uh, I think most of them would be a bit intense. Sam, the worst? Uh, no, Jorah would be the worst. <laughs> oh, Because you'd okay. get up every morning and be like, oh, I, I, I texted Daenerys again last night. <laughs> That's true. Oh, that is true. Do you think Daenerys can... Oh, never mind. <laughs> I think Daenerys might... Like these tea cozies. Hey, Jorah, you want to come to this party? There's some girls there. Oh, uh, will Daenerys be there? Oh, I don't. I don't know, man. Maybe, but like, there's this other girl, Rebecca. She's really into you. Mm. Is she blonde? That's uh, kind of like a strawberry blonde. No. <laughs> I might just uh, stay home and finish my painting. What are you painting, Jora? Oh, no. Don't look at it. Doesn't matter. You're using a lot of uh, white paint in no, there. <laughs> no. 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 Uh, Jora, you're an idiot. But other than that, I reckon Jora would be chill. Yeah, yeah. But that bit is... He'd have a lot of some good little war stories and stuff, I'm sure. Uh, Bron might be okay. Yeah, but then he might kill you for yeah, no true. reason. Uh, fuck, there's not a lot of good people. Hot mm. pie, he can cook. Sure. Like late post-bully hot pie. <laughs> yeah, po- post actually making a pie hot pie. Yeah, Gendry. 
Yeah, he I seems guess. cool. He's just pretty normal. Yeah. And he'd be like, hey, I made us this barbecue. Sure. He'd be a good gym buddy. Yeah. You know, good, good motivator. Um, um, I'd like, I guess young Ned. Sure. But yeah, oh, fuck, man. I wouldn't want to live with most of them. Not Theon and not Sam, basically. No. Oh, and not Littlefinger. Varys would probably be okay. Oh, yeah. Varys. Yeah. Because he'd yeah. keep to, like, you, you would have no secrets. Sure. You would never be out, like, he would know everything about you. <laughs> yes. But imagine having a little bloody goss of an afternoon. Yeah, fuck, that'd be with good. With Varys. Yeah. Yep. That'd be all right. Yep. I like it. You know what? Um, Roz always seemed okay. Yeah. She's in a bad situation, but yep. she seems okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, any of the the John's friends at the wall other than Sam seem fine. Yes. But what did they do before the wall? Uh, one of them got molested. <laughs> uh, I don't oh. know about the others. Well, then that's not... Yeah, he didn't do anything there. No, he's, he's, he was a singer. That's right, because he used to sing. I can yeah. sing you a couple songs. Yeah, yeah, it'd be fun. Have a little band. A little college band. Yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm... Yeah, most of them I think you would probably not want yes. around. Yes, anyone who's so interesting that they're a main character in a fantasy thing would be a fuck to live with. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, thanks for the question, Kane. Um, let me just have a look through here. Uh, all right, I'll read this one from Daniel. So he says, "Hey guys, love just the living po- with George the way oh, like go, trying to go to worst. sleep and just hearing him crying in his room." Kalisi, <laughs> Kalisi, Kalisi. Um, love the podcast. Blah blah blah. Thanks, Daniel. One thing I notice you guys frequently point out is how you prefer the earlier seasons of the show. And wanted to throw in an opinion on the contrary. As a person who read the books, I felt the earlier seasons massively paled in comparison to the source material and was kind of telling a less interesting version of what I'd already read. Uh, it wasn't until season four's Battle at the Wall. Season four's Battle at the Wall. That's the one where, like, the giants are there. Right. And they're sure. try- trying to climb up it. Sure. That I found myself actually fully engaging with the show. And my favourite episodes have since been the action set pieces. While you guys seem to lament the refocus on action, I think Game of Thrones produces some of the strongest action I've seen on any screen. A, t- a timely uh, email. I agree. The action definitely... The only problem I've had... Well, I'll let you finish the email. Uh, so, yeah, let alone uh, li- uh, limited to a television show. I'm a massive... Even a massive fan of the controversial episode where the time fluctuates fluctuates wildly, um, which I think is the one where they're stuck on the little ice island in Season 7. Yeah. must reference. Um uh, because the tension is great, and we've never really seen horror in a war setting quite like we do in the show. Uh, which is fair, because there's zombies and stuff. Keen to hear your thoughts. Not sure if my opinion will remotely relate to the consensus. And it's not the end of the world if you disagree. Blah, 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 blah. Thanks for your time. Blah, blah, blah. Daniel. I, I agree with most of that. The time stuff I don't think ever really bothered me that much at the time. It, I, I had an issue with it in combination with the other stuff that I had an issue with. The, the thing that really got me was when Daenerys just swooped in. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that she shouldn't have been there at that time or whatever, that she shouldn't have had enough time to get there. It's mm. that it was at exactly the right moment. Yeah. It's people bursting in, but there's been a couple of times re-watching this where there's been somebody burst through a door at exactly the right moment. Yes, yes. So, uh, you know... I, I I think that the ones that we've seen thus far in like up to end of season two mm. uh, have been more justified by stuff we've already seen in the lead up. Maybe not so much the Taiwan thing, right? But otherwise, at least it makes sense, and we've been given enough and along I, the way to to believe it. And I don't think those ones have undercut what's been happening. Mm. Whereas mm. Daenerys swooping in did undercut that horror tension that he was talking about. Yes. They didn't find their own way out of there, mm-hmm. which I guess they didn't during the Blackwater thing or whatever, but it does make logical sense that there's these other armies who have a vested interest in keeping King's Landing. Yeah. Whereas I know it makes sense that Daenerys would want to help them, but it, that one specific bit was just a bit too convenient. It, it, it also, I think, was it was sort of like she didn't go up there initially with them so, but why didn't she want to, and why didn't she change her mind, and why it was all a little bit wishy-washy? Right, and exactly. Convenient, it's all, and it's and it's setups that don't have payoffs. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, Jamie falling into the river, and you're like, oh, whoa, he's still wearing his, and then he comes up and magically. It's like, it was like, oh, he so didn't why drown. did you make it happen? Yeah, yeah. And, and it was that sort of stuff. Like, why have Daenerys not agree with them if she is going to and have the exact same consequences anyway? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, and then yeah, it was all a bit convenient and and um, yeah, a little bit hammy, 
basically. But we'll see as we get back around because I'm sort of finding this earlier stuff a little more hammy yeah, than sure. I did the first time around as well. Yep. So I might be a little more critical of this and a little more easygoing of that as we go through again. Mm. Mm. Um, I, st- I still tend to think the, the earliest stuff is way tighter because it's based on a, a story that was already written that was also very tightly plotted. Yep. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at. I think it's just always going to have more f- fanciful possibilities of when you're early on in something, it's like, whoa, anything could happen. Sure. And then as it's all drawing to a point, as everything's coming together and reaching an ending, it's going to be like, oh, I see where this is going, and it is going there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it's not going the direction it seems like it should, Yeah. and I don't agree with it. Yeah. Um, well, there's fewer yeah. characters, and there's, you know, it's just the, the possibilities get tighter. Yes. So you're... Uh, amount that you're engaging with it intellectually is less mm-hmm. because you're not going like, oh, but I wonder if that means this and if this person would betray that person. Sure. It's sure. like there are kind of good guys and bad guys at the point where we're at. Now. And why isn't it happening this way? Because it seems like it should always have happened this way. Yeah. Instead, you've gone this dumb way. That's yeah. how I was definitely feeling uh, in season seven. Cool. Um, well, should we call that an episode for this yes, week? Yes, let's do. Um, thank you for listening. To the majority of people of who've listened to the episode, I think you're all you're mostly spoiler people, so you're mostly here listening to this at this point. Hello, thank you for being our roommates. <laughs> yes, better than bloody Sam. Oh, Sam. oh, he left. He's got so many plates in his room. Oh fuck, he would. He didn't bring him down. What the no. fuck, Sam? You ate my Doritos again. Fucking Sam. Actually, there are Doritos. It's our house. <sighs> He'd say something like that. Yeah, yeah. Sam. All right. <laughs> uh, all right. That's the end of the episode. Goodbye. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. That was fucking. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.